Arcadian Vanguard presents the Wrestling News in your daily wrestling newscast for Friday, May 26, 2023. Good morning, I'm Mike Sempervivi. We begin today with AEW news. AEW President and CEO Tony Khan took questions from the media on Thursday during a conference call to discuss Sunday's Double or Nothing pay-per-view. When asked if AEW's television agreement with Warner Brothers Discovery for Collision also meant that Dynamite and Rampage were renegotiated into a new deal, Khan indicated that wasn't the case. Uh, The length is the same, and I don't want to get too deep into those conversations, but I would say the length of the term is the same, and this is an addition to what we'd already put together. Uh, And everybody was really excited about the success of AEW on TV at TBS and TNT, and uh, they reached out to us and gave us this great opportunity. Um, I think it spoke highly of AEW that this show and the idea to give AEW more programming goes all the way to the top to Mr. Zaslav. Much of the conference call was dominated by discussion of the new Saturday night show, including Khan's thoughts on going up against the NFL later this fall, as well as saying he was being purposely coy when it comes to revealing what talent will be showcased. Um, I do plan on rolling out more information, more specifics as we get closer to the launch of Collision, but right now I think we've built great anticipation, and I expect great sales for the first event at the United Center, and then I'm hoping that'll lead to a lot of momentum on Saturdays going forward. Khan was also noncommittal when it came to how September's all-in show at Wembley Stadium would be broadcast, or if All Out would take place a week later when the show is traditionally held. As far as where it's going to air or where it's going to stream or how it's going to be available, that's something I'm still working on and uh, hope to have uh, good answers for it soon. But there's a lot of considerations to take into account uh, when you're doing an event like that. Among other topics discussed during the hour-long call were Sting, Ring of Honor, Khan being open to possibly expanding the creative department, as well as having conversations with New Japan liaison Rocky Romero and company Booker Gato about utilizing more stardom talent. Khan was not asked specifically about CM Punk at any point during the call and did not mention Punk by name. In NXT news, WWE Senior Vice President of Talent Development Creative Shawn Michaels also held a conference call with the media in order to discuss NXT Battleground, which is also being held on Sunday. When asked about NXT being scheduled on the same day as AEW events, Michaels downplayed the counter-programming, saying those decisions were made far above him and that he preferred NXT to be on standalone weekends. I, I Look, I will say this. For me personally, look, I would love to you know be able to have as many standalone weekends on us uh, as we can get. You know what I mean? It's always better. No different than having to go up against the playoffs, you know, <laughs> you know, for the last, you know, several weeks. I would, as much as, uh, you know, I'm a basketball fan or an NHL fan, it thrills me when the playoffs are done. <laughs> so less competition, we can get the better. Michaels noted the heavy losses the NXT brand took during the recent draft for Raw and SmackDown, saying it's both frustrating and exciting and specifically praised North American champion Wes Lee. From Carmelo Hayes, I I think everybody saw, you know, the minute, you know, he stepped through, you know, an NXT door. You know, I mean, I certainly saw it from the very beginning. Um, Gallus are guys that had success in the UK and they're and they're veterans. So I think that their rise is not 
overly surprising. But for me, again, Wesley, who you know, who had such such uh, I don't know, so many obstacles to overcome. I think I'm most proud of Wes and what he's done with that North American Championship. When asked about the status of Aaliyah James and Blair Davenport, two NXT UK roster members that still have not debuted in NXT proper, Michaels was bullish on Davenport, indicating the ball was in her court. Well, look, the, uh, I do know that uh, there's interest, obviously, there, um, especially from the standpoint of Blair Davenport. But those are obviously decisions those you know that she has to make when it comes to uh, wanting to be here. I will say that um, my my feeling is is that she would if she does make that decision, she'd want to come make a big impact, um, and uh, we would obviously would obviously uh, be in favor of that as well. But uh, certainly, she's someone that we've uh, reached out to, and whether she uh, makes the determination that she wants to be a part of NXT, uh, you know what I mean. Hopefully, we'll have something on that in, in the very near future. Before joining NXT, Blair Davenport was better known as B. Priestley. Among other topics discussed, Michaels also praised Ilya Dragunov's work as well as Braun Breaker's turn as a heel. He also added he doesn't believe NXT needs a secondary women's title and said that as long as he has access to use the dyad who asked for their releases in April, he'll continue using them. In Impact Wrestling News, the company's go-home show for tonight's Under Siege pay-per-view was presented on Access TV Thursday night, airing matches taped April 29th at Chicago's Cicero Stadium. The final segment of the show saw Impact World Champion Steve Macklin get confronted by PCO, who sent Macklin and crony Champagne Singh and Mahabali Shira packing. Be. And now Macklin bashing the title belt into the skull of PCO. PCO ripping the oh. championship away from Macklin. Oh, no. Shira goes after PCO. Oh. Nearly taking the head off of Shira. A message to Steve Macklin. Champagne sings straight to hell. Macklin dies after his title, but there's PCO. The program opened with Chris Sabin defeating Speedball Mike Bailey. Sabin faces X Division champion Trey Miguel tonight for the title. Taylor Wilde defeated Jessica Havoc. After the match, Wilde and her Coven partner Kylene King beat down Jessica until Jessica's Death Dolls partner Rosemary came down to make the save as her alter ego Courtney Rush. Later in the show, it was announced that a tag team match between the Coven and the Death Dolls will take place during the Under Siege pre-show, but that Wild and King's Knockouts tag team title would not be on the line. In other matches, Chris Bay pinned John Schuyler, Jordan Grace defeated Alicia Edwards, Rich Swan knocked off Angels, and Kenny King and Sheldon Jean defeated Black Taurus and Crazy Steve. Other notable segments saw Masha Slamovich choke out Killer Kelly during a backstage brawl, and a pre-tape promo featuring Dirty Dango bemoaning today's generation of wrestler, Impact Director of Authority Santino Morella, and his opponent for Under Siege, Joe Hendry. Um, no, just getting to know him. He's just he's just another stooge, but he's just like all these nerds. I just think it's a mockery that he has a toy belt, and I think it'd be ironic and funny if I 
if I won that, you know? People don't pay money to see arm drags. They pay money to see arms like mine. And you can zoom in on that if you want. And in ratings news, AEW Dynamite on TBS last Wednesday night brought in 846,000 viewers overall, according to Showbuzz Daily. That figure is up nearly 4% from last week's 814,000. The rating in the key 18 to 49 year old demographic was 0.32, up 12.5% from last week's key demo rating of 0.28, and representing 417,000 viewers, according to Russell Nomics. The episode came in fourth place for the evening on cable TV in the key demo, up from seventh place last week. Dynamite trailed the two episodes of Bravo's Vanderpump Rules, which it ran head to head against, and game five of the National Hockey League's Western Conference Finals. According to the quarter-hour breakdowns provided by Russellnomics, the second quarter of the show was its high watermark, averaging 923,000 viewers overall, while the lowest was the final quarter-hour, which did 718,000 viewers. And before we leave you today, we'd like to remind you that however you consume your content, you can find the wrestling news 24 hours a day and seven days a week across social media. On Twitter, follow us at WrestlingNewsAV. Our Facebook page is also Wrestling News AV. The Wrestling News can also be found on the Arcadian Vanguard YouTube page. And for those who utilize Amazon Echo devices, just tell Alexa to play the Wrestling News podcast. And remember to make sure you add podcast at the end. Once again, for daily updates, breaking news, and more, follow the Wrestling News across social media. And that's the news for today. If anything happens, we will be here to tell you about it. No clickbait, no paywall, just the wrestling news. The Wrestling News is a division of Arcadian Vanguard, and the Wrestling Newscast is a production of the Arcadian Vanguard Podcast Network.